What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 4. And it's called... The Bells. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, some of your best moments, some of your comments on Twitter because Twitter was blowing up last night. Blowing um, up. So be sure to stick around for the podcast for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, you guys. So, okay, we're going to splice this up into different sections. <laughs> Um, the first yeah. one being, I think, is is best to start with Danny before the slaughter. So yes. right before we, everyone in the fucking universe hated her, this is <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is this Danny. <laughs> um, and you know what's it's weird? So like, like I just something in my gut was like they're gonna make her look so fucking crazy this week. Like I could just feel it. Yeah. I'm like, I bet you they're gonna like mess up her hair, like her makeup. Like they're gonna really try to sell you on like, like crazy mad queen. Like, right. you know, her look. Sure enough, like, we start by seeing her and her hair's, like, all over the place. Like, yeah, there's no braids in her hair anymore. Insane, yeah. Um, and, but this is the thing. Like, the girl's in mourning. Like, yeah, she just lost her best friend. She just lost her dragon. Like, and I almost feel like really quickly, like, I feel like when the first dragon died, she didn't really get to, like, mourn the loss of that dragon. Because everything right. was so fast after that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, anyway, so... She's great. She looks crazy. Everyone's worried about her. Everyone's like, oh, my God, she looks crazy. Like, she's not eating, whatever, whatever. Right. Um, but what really happens in this section is that Tyrion, uh, we see that scene with, like, the big dragon wall. And he approaches her. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, girl, hey. He's like, you're not looking too good. Um, but he basically says, like, look, I told Varys about Jon Snow. <laughs> the tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I basically said it. And Varys told basically. Sansa. like, Or Sansa. Uh, Jon told Sansa, whatever. And she f- kind of like glitches out, whatever. And I guess she doesn't really know what to say in that moment. Like, right? Did she well, say she, all I she, knew it? <clears throat> like, did she? All she really it? says is like, "Someone betrayed me. It was Jon Snow." And then she's like, "Cause Jon had told Sansa, and Sansa yeah. told that, and da da da, and then like it was just this whole train of people who like lied to her." And so she is angry at basically everyone. She doesn't want to talk to anybody. It's like getting betrayed by your entire like. Of course, group of at friends, this point, like basically. who can she trust? Um, yeah. And is it in this moment where Tyrion says to her, like, "Don't worry, like I got one more plan. Like, we should like try to." Yeah. Is this where I mean, he says think, it? I mean, he says it a few times over. I think he's like, "Don't worry, like I can figure this out," because um, he says it later on when she's on the throne, and she's like, "She's like, I don't really give a shit." Because you've failed me so many goddamn times. Yeah, I d- true. don't even care. Like, uh, I think he also finds out. No, he finds that out later that Jamie w- like, got kidnapped yeah. or, or taken away. But anyways, so I think in this moment, Tyrion is once again going to see her and saying like, yeah, I done fucked up. I'm really sorry for telling Varys. I thought it was a good idea to let him know. And... She's like, why did you not even consult me about it? And it's true. You know, like it he true. had, he had so many opportunities to talk to her. And these are the things that I guess we can critique in terms of um, the way the show is closing off. Like it feels like very much rushed. You know, like two seasons ago, three seasons ago, this would have been an entire almost half of the season. Like, should I tell? Who should I tell next? Who should I? But like literally within like 40 minutes of last week's episode, everybody yeah, knew. Yeah, everyone like, Half knew. the cast knew. Yeah. So it's almost like this whole uh, betrayal moment, this whole 
like everything kind of coming to this big apex of her not trusting anybody and her lashing out by the end of the episode, it all kind of comes to a head very fast. And it's hard for me to believe that that's what would normally happen. So anyway, outside of that, she's essentially really just depressed and she has no friends anymore. Like no one, she, she can't trust anybody. There's nobody around her that she wants to talk to. Um, and I think the first person that she talks to is Grey Worm. Yeah. And uh, it's so it's kind of awkward. Like she like Loki gives her give gives him like the the collar, like the slave collar. Yeah. And I'm like, why did she keep that slave collar though? Like it's like old yeah. school. Like, well, I guess like, Masani kept it, maybe like remembering her old life or something, or like yeah, but that she's yeah, like free now, I that. guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she gives it to Grey Worm. She's like, this is like the last thing she like took from like whatever the old place, and she's like, take mm-hmm. it, it's yours, take it, have it, whatever. Um, and, and I thought like it was such a, into the fire. I thought it was such a cute moment because like she's also recognizing that like these two people were in love and like right. they had this really special relationship and then he kind of just like he's like pissed and he's like fuck it and he throws it into the yeah. fire. Yeah. Um, he's pissed. And my mom's like in that moment she's like see it's fire she's like fire's everywhere I'm like okay mom like we get it like this girl's gonna <laughs> like go crazy Jakaris. in like five minutes yeah, we get <laughs> it's it. like we get it it's, <laughs> we get it's it. gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah he throws it out and he he doesn't keep it and I think. It, like I think seeing him um, get just as mad as she is, it made me feel better. Like real talk, like I was like, at least yeah. someone's on her side. At least someone is like protecting her and being like, no matter where you go, like I'll be with you. No matter how crazy your plan is, like I'm still here right. with you. Um, right. So it was just cute. It was cute, but yeah, we'll get into like her strategy and like what she ends up doing and like who sides with who. But yeah. so then she gets. I'm glad that she visitor. at least has. Another visitor. So John so finally arrives like, at Dragonstone. Here I'm like, okay, man's got to come through. Like, he's got to impress her or something. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just do something. Make her feel better. Like, Jesus. Like, he, she's your yeah. aunt. And he walks in. <laughs> she's your auntie. <laughs> yeah. And he walks in and she's like, I know everything, whatever. Like, you told everyone. You told Sansa. She's like, don't you think, like, you know, she had something against me? Whatever, whatever. Right. Um, yeah. And she tells him, like, I really don't have anyone else who loves me and she's like it was really sad she's like everyone in the north like loves you whatever she's like i don't have anyone here um and he's like no but he's like i love you and like even when he said it i was like that's not convincing (laughs) like you didn't sound convincing convincing enough and it doesn't feel true because she's like oh you love me eh and then she she, like goes up to him And she's like, oh, you want, like, I'm your queen too, eh? And then she goes up and kisses him. And he, like, it's like dead lips. Like, he can't even, like, kiss her back. He's like, mm. Yeah, he, okay. he couldn't kiss her back. And I don't know, a part of me was still like, yes, get it, yes. And then he didn't. I'm like, fuck, they're done. Like, they're totally done. There's nothing they're left like, over. They're, broken up It's now, just like, his officially. way of saying, like, this is, this is not happening. Like, you're my aunt. I can't see past that. Done. Which is, like... Can you give me your opinion on this? Can you please give me your opinion on this? Because it's really racking my brain. And, like, talking about it again is really frustrating me. Um, I think because... I think if they were the only incestual, like, relationship in the show... I'd be more grossed out. But because we've exactly. seen because we've seen Jamie and Cersei this entire time and people have forgiven them, they've been like, but they're really in love. Like they only have each other. Like this is all. So like I've gotten used to it. And on top of that, like they didn't even know each other their whole lives. Like they didn't even know exactly. they related until like last week. So like who cares? Like just go fuck it's it out. It's not like they're like literal fraternal twins fucking each other. It's not like, like, it's that's not like what... she's his mom. Like it's like okay, yeah. she's his aunt, but like 
they never even knew each other their whole lives. So exactly when I look at it, I'm like, John, really? If you have this much of a connection to her and the freaking realm like depends on like you fucking her, like just fuck her, like whatever. Just fuck her. She's so like she feels so lonely and all she wants is love. And he says he loves her. But how could you love someone and not like want to fuck him? I don't get it. Well, <laughs> he loves her understand. as like a. He loves her as, a, as like a queen, like a like I'm God. I'm always gonna be like loyal to you, but that's not what she's asking for. Like she's asking for, you know, a lover. I don't know. Like, I feel you're like- telling me you're telling me the second last episode of Game of Thrones, Daenerys Stormborn, one of the most beautiful women on this show, and like in like sh- her like fucking beauty like precedes her. She's going to be lonely and by herself at the very end of all this. It's so bullshit. I think that's why I wanted it to work out even more because I was like, yo, these Targaryens are like, they're so into each other. They're they're like narcissism is so like they just want to be with their own like kind. So I was down for that, too. I was like, oh, my God, like they're just going to like have sex and like have babies and like have Targaryen babies. That's an amazing thing. Like she's so powerful that he doesn't even care that he's, you know, that she's his aunt. Like he still wants to be with her. That's how I wanted right. to see it. Because, like, you know? But that's not what happened. So this girl's left in the freaking corner oh. alone, basically. And she and she does take that moment to say, like, the ship has sailed. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's that like, means that done. She's like, everyone hates me. Like, you don't even love me. You just, like, you're just scared of me now. So, cool. I'm going to take that approach when I go into battle tomorrow. I'm going to fucking yeah, like, kill everybody. Thanks, John. So what's like, honestly, good, John bitch? is the biggest letdown, honestly. Like, like he couldn't even letdown. say anything. Like, you let him sit in this moment. He couldn't make anything better. He walks away and he's like, okay, that's it. I'm like, you're fucking he useless. He just stares. Like, uh, he just stares into nothingness. I'm like, talk to Danny. Talk to her. Like, she needs you. Even if it is just as someone who wants to be her advisor and not her, like, boyfriend. Like, talk to her. It's so unfair that she's left completely alone. It's, like, it really hits me hard because I just feel like everybody really does have someone. She has no one. And it's yeah. so It was sad. It's so it was sad. Really sad. Okay, yeah. so l- before we get into all of that, because we can get to it later, too. But um, let's let's cut to Varys because this was, like, a kind of big episode for Varys, the spider. Yeah. Um, and we open up the episode with him writing like little like scrolls, I guess, to like love letters to send to, <laughs> to send them out to the ravens, saying yeah. that John is a Targaryen and he has the rightful like heir to the throne, whatever. He's like, right. basically like spilling all the tea across like the nation. Um, right. <laughs> and then like his little like child like spy person comes and they're like, oh, like she she's not eating, whatever. So I guess he's been spying on her for he's been keeping an eye on her a while too, now. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know what happens that like he just stops writing. He takes off his rings and then well it's because it's because in between all of that he does go out and meets john outside when he like arrives at the shore and he's like you should be the king and he's like she's my queen i'm not doing this and then that's when Tyrion has a conversation and says like mans is betraying yeah, you he, yeah and then like, so at as that soon point as, he knows that he's dead yeah he's he's like done so he takes off his rings he can't send his like last letter out to the world and then they just shackle him and take him to this like corner uh, by the ocean, and yeah. they burn. And they're his all ass. like, well, "Yeah!" And she's like, "Dracarys." She said Dracarys in the in the most like chill. She's like Dracarys, like she was so over and, it. <laughs> and it was so weird because it was such a long experience, but at the same time very fast. For one, Varys as a character has literally survived eight seasons, even longer, because he talks about the fact that he was serving so many kings and queens for so long. And now this is the one thing that, like, gets him dead. It's very shocking to me, you know? Like, 
even her her dad, the Mad King, you'd think that at least at some point he would be the one to like be like, Varys, you go die now because like, I'm going crazy. You know what's funny? I was reading one of the um, recaps and the guy made a really good point. He said, if this was, if they gave more time to this entire season, he's like, that whole Varys move would have been played out so much smarter because he's like, Varys would have waited for John to really like suss out John to like tell him like, yo, yeah. turn on her. Like he told her him so quickly that, you know, John wasn't on his side and he couldn't convince him because the, the writer was like, if, if Varys just waited like one more day, Danny would have fucked up. And then John would have right. been like, true, you were right. Like this girl's crazy. Like I got to like turn on her. So right. he's like, if there was time and there was space between these moments, like maybe Varys would have survived again. He could have gotten away with it or whatever, but because everything is so sped up, he fucks up one, two, and he's dead. Like that was it gone. And that's, and and that's the thing that really doesn't get me because Varys, like, like we were saying, he's such a key player in knowing how to like play the game properly that it was such a, like such a sloppy move for him to just be like, oh, I'm just going to like betray her, like right in her face. And, uh, you know, like hope that nothing happens. I guess what I'm, what I'm chalking it up to is the fact that he knows that he has no time. Like it's do or die now. So I guess he's just kind of acting out like as fast as he can. And he's not really at this point thinking, cause he knows if he fucks up, it's done. It's dead. He's dead no matter what. So I guess his thing is just like roll the dice and see like what happens with that. He does. Yeah. And he does the, the issue that kind of makes us a little bit scrambled too is Tyrion is the one that told him and they had a full out conversation about it and he admitted his um you know his position on it all last episode so he does he knows that like eventually Tyrion's gonna go to go to Daenerys and say like yo he's he's gonna try to fucking kill you or something so there was a time limit so it does I do understand why it was hasty I just feel like it was was a stupid move for him to even say like how he feels about it to Tyrion like I know they're friends and stuff but why are you saying like I'm gonna do whatever it takes to protect the realm? Like yeah. that is literal treason. That is literally like going against your but queen. But that's where his You're loyalty obviously is. Obviously, gonna die for it. Of course, yeah. But and and I and I think his his you know his mission was always like operate under the radar. Like no one really knows like what team I'm on. Like right. that was him from the start. Him and Littlefinger, true, right? So true, like true, whatever. But yeah, anyway, so he's, he's dead. dead now. Yeah, he's Bye. dead. Um, we cut to Arya and the Hound. Um, yeah. And they're like, I guess they've entered like king's landing king's at this landing. point yeah. they're like kind of walking through whatever like stealth mode got in um and then they actually get into the red keep and they're like right. in the war room where like the map is on the ground yeah um and we're just fast forwarding here obviously at this point i was like damn you fast forwarded all the way through this. yeah so just yeah. just to cover off this part but um the building's obviously falling at this point because you know the dragon's been attacking whatever whatever um and this scene, honestly, I was so gagged. I did not see this coming. Um, mm-hmm. The hound looks at her because she's like, let's go. Like, I'm going to kill her. And he's like, you don't have to do this. He's like, go. Like, he's like, you're going to die no matter what. Like, you're going to kill her and you're going to die because the building's going to collapse. Like, she's going to yeah. die to fire anyways or the dragon's going to eat her. Like, whatever. And yeah. she's like, no, no. Like, I'm going to kill him. And then I think he, like, pulls her one more time. And he's like, don't end yeah. up like me. Like, you know what is revenge like it's just gonna get you here and i don't know what triggers her in this moment because i don't know she, if it's like literally the whole world collapsing yeah. around her or what what it really like what really happens in that moment because i do agree i like the arc and i like what he said but they spent literally two weeks on the road getting to king's landing and this is the moment like at the very That's end the of her story exactly. she's and, like 
Yeah, I'm gonna like turn around now. Yeah, which she does. She's like, which was like, she's very like weird. Sandor. She's like, thank you so much, and she leaves. I'm like, wait, what? Like, is this girl like for real? Like, she's lying. She's yeah, come part back. of me was like, like yeah, I didn't believe it because I was gonna, like, like it just happened him, yeah. so fast. It just yeah. happened so quickly, and I was like, this can't be real. Even though like I'm down for her to be alive, obviously, it's just, um, I just think it happened so quickly, especially sure. because she did leave Winterfell, and she was like, I'm not coming back. Like she was okay with dying. Like she fully knew that that might be her end. Right. And I guess she she saw like a different path for herself in that moment. So let's keep going with Arya and her story um, since we're here with her. Um, she ends up leaving and then there's a huge scene with her in the streets of King's Landing and she's running and there's like ash everywhere and like things are blowing up and the dragons everywhere. And she has like three or four co- close calls, which was really terrifying to watch as, you know, a fan of Arya Stark. And um, I was I was especially scared because she did like the moment I knew she gave up the revenge plot. I was like, she's going to die because, yeah, it it was like she learned her life lesson. And I had said this before in our podcast. I was like, I want her to learn that that's not her end goal. Like that can't be what she's alive for. Like she has a whole life ahead of her. That means so much more. So as soon as she realized that, I was like, fuck, like, don't tell me she's going to die now. Like, she's almost there. Like, she yeah. can make it to Gendry. Like, just go see your man. Yeah, um, go see your man. So it was a really brutal um, sequence. And it was actually interesting yeah. to hear, um, like, the creators of the show talking about it on Inside the Episode. Because they were like, all we're seeing right now is, like, bombs going off and, like, random right. people running around the streets. He's like, but the minute you see your favorite character, Arya, running through the streets, he's like, you are so engulfed in that Invested, experience yeah. in that sequence and he's like it means so much more to you as the audience and i was like yeah true because you're freaking scared shitless that this girl's yeah, gonna die sure. and yeah you're right like she does have a couple of close calls yeah there's this whole story like mini i guess story arc with uh, a mother and a daughter that start in the beginning of the episode when they're going to the yeah. red keep and then she finds them she finds them again she loses them and then she tries to get them out of this area and then like the dragon basically blasts them to death, um, both of them, and we think that she's dead. It's and this so is crazy of, because we're that fast last, forwarding all the way to the end of the episode, but yeah, like that last sequence, like again, she like tries to save them, but the mom right. like falls. You can literally see like Drogon coming from the back. I'm like, oh, oh my god. god, oh my god, oh my so god. Bad. She tries to grab the girl, but the girl runs back to her mom, and Arya's like, fuck it. The minute she like jumps across to the side of the building, the flames just like. It like looked like Arya died because, like, up. the flames that go everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, hey, how did yeah. she get away from this? Um, so we had a full out discussion slash debate over this uh, about this over lunch because after that happens, she does wake up and all the rubble is done. The ash is kind of like falling from the sky. It looks like it's snowing and no one else is around. It's just her. And she wakes up and there's this like perfect white horse just like sitting there and neighing. And I'm like. Is she dead though? Yeah. Like, okay. So the we first had a full conversation it, about that whole thing. It was for me. It was very much gladiator moment, and that's why, like, I got really right. emotional because I'm like, oh my god, she's dead. Like, she's dead. Like, this is like her dad's spirit in a horse coming and being like, come with. Like now you're ready to come with me. Like you're let's done. Go. Yeah. Because the streets were literally like there was no people screaming anymore. It was like everyone else was dead. How does that make everyone sense? Like dead. I'm sure there would be like one more random person like running through the streets. Yeah. And it was just such an eerie moment. And like she looks and watching it the second time, I definitely think that yes, she's still alive for sure. But it was such a beautiful moment that horse. And there's like a it really was... nice lens flare that happens when she looks at the horse. 
and I was like gonna start crying again. I didn't. I don't do know what think, it means. Like I don't. Wh- know Yeah. She's what do you dead. think the significance of it is? Like, because we did have a big debate about it. Because, uh, you know, she, like is she is she dead? And you know, this is kind of a symbolism of her like leaving and like kind of That's, like finishing her path. But then they don't show her dead body, so it's not like she's a ghost. And they've never done that before in this show, so it's hard for us to like think that that's the situation but at the same time like we were talking to some of our friends over lunch and like some people said like maybe it is like her afterlife and and like we'll see maybe an afterlife and maybe we'll be able to see some of the characters from the uh the beginning of the season that way too so, you know yeah 100 percent. and then i like people started like talking about the actual horse like the white horse and someone said that the white horse died when, like, the yes. the, the initial commander guy died at the beginning. I was like, oh, my God, the horse is dead. And, like, now, like, she's dead, too. But I think there's a significance of the okay. horse. It's a white. What does that um, mean? It's a pale mare. And apparently there is a connection in a past season where someone tells, like, Daenerys, they're like, death is coming for you. And it's going to be, like, a pale mare. Like, they literally say that. So oh. that everyone's like, oh, my God, like, th- she's going to come for her now. Like Arya's coming for right. Danny, which is what I assumed anyway. Like obviously, that's which is what happen. we knew. But I guess the significance of the actual horse being like white, and then it's like now she's like on her next mission to like kill Danny. I guess the way that I yeah the way that I saw it was like maybe it was like something from Melisandre and like the God of Light because they did bring her back. They did like kind of save her through the Battle of Winterfell, and it was like almost like a gift from the God of uh, Light to yeah. say you know like your mission isn't done yet. You need I to do like feel finish. Like your story you know? i do feel like that lord of light thing finished with the night king like i feel like that was their purpose for her to finish okay. the night king storyline and like this is like a whole new thing but he, i don't know we'll see if she ends up do you want her to kill danny like are you good with that you know it's a little bit difficult to talk about we'll talk about it at the end of the episode <laughs> but because i really think that it's between her or john and i think because we got the night king like attack from uh yeah, like aria yeah. they'll probably give john the other side of it because it'll be a little bit more tragic coming from john versus yeah. aria yeah. unless like unless she decides to like wear danny's face and like which is what i said i think as a joke like a couple episodes ago like she just like pretends to be daenerys and is like cool for the rest of the season you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean yeah um which sick. is kind of fucked up but anyway so uh, we cut to one of like I think a lot of people's favorite moment in this episode, which was like the Clegane Bowl, Clegane um, Bowl when yeah. we see you know the Hound and the Mountain finally coming face to face, and I think like oh the sh- the the cinematics of this freaking sequence was insane so cool they're like fighting For on one, the staircase and like the yeah, world yeah, yeah. freaking falling apart behind them. And it was really cool because they made a lot of direct parallels between Arya and the Hound in these moments, like. I think at one point Arya can't get up because people are trampling all over her and it shows her face like pressed to the ground and then it cuts directly to him fighting his brother and his face is pressed to the ground and it's just this like back and forth between these two assassins, these hired killers, these people who have become, you know, these soulless killers finally having their their apex and hers is fleeing from it and his is, you know, trying to trying to finish his his end game you know yeah yeah that's very true um, 
Um, but it was really it was really well done. It was really entertaining to watch. Yeah. But I will say it did feel a little misplaced. It did. What did you it, think? It did definitely. I could have used this maybe last season. But like having said that, 100%. like it had to come to this moment where like they both died. Yeah. So like they, this couldn't have happened last season because we still need to see the mountain, I guess, and the hound. Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically what happens is like, um, and I didn't even think of this, but the writer was like, he basically dies with fire. So like he's yeah, he's literally dying to it's his like, like a- fear. Exactly. He kind of he's like fuck at the very end. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just do yeah. this. And then he just like jumps out the window. Yeah. Um, which was kind of amazing to see. It was such a nice. Oh my god, that shot. It was, was crazy. so cool to watch. But then, but that's the thing. Like by the end of the shot, when he falls into the fire, it shows how insignificant this storyline yeah. is in the larger scheme of things. Because like the entire fucking but city is burning thing. down. You know. Here's the thing. At least they fought it out. Like at least there was True, some, I, some drama. Yeah, no. Like fucking Cersei just disappeared. Wrong. Like there was nothing yeah. with Cersei so that was the best for one that was the best sequence that i watched just like them going down the stairs sanders at the bottom they see each other and then uh like sir like the mountain starts to glitch out and he's like i'm gonna kill my brother now and he ignores kyburn he literally like grabs kyburn and like yeah. chucks him down the <laughs> like stairs a basketball. he's like Psh. <laughs> He's like, bye. He's like, I don't need you, which <laughs> Boy, was like, bye. I guess, like, symbolic to, I guess, a Frankenstein moment. Yeah. But then uh, Cersei's like, get back here. And then she can't control him anymore. Yeah. So she just, like, awkwardly, like, walks down the stairs. She's like, I'm just going to go now. The- and the hound's like, okay, yeah. go, go, like, whatever. I don't He's care like, about just you. leave. Yeah. Because I was expecting him to, like, just, like, kill her, too. Because really, he could care less. He just wants to kill his brother. So you could literally just kill Cersei in that moment. But I guess the hound is like, this is not the time for it right like he's like i just need to focus on killing yeah, my brother of course so yeah so they have the fight they both kind of die at the same time so the next thing that i want we want to talk about in this episode is obviously the cersei and jamie storyline and how that kind of closes things off right um so as we know jamie was coming back from winterfell down to king's landing to like fuck her his sister or whatever who cares and so he finally gets there. But then when he gets there, he, um, well, before he gets there, actually, he gets stopped by Danny's people right. near Dragonstone. And he's like trying to go around them, but then they catch him anyway. And Tyrion le- like kind of let- helps him escape. He's like, take this boat. You can like fly away, like, you know, s- like sail away to Pentos. Like, just go and live your best life with my sister. Like, I know I hate her or whatever, but like, you guys are, you guys just need to like live your better life. And what did you think of that? The fact that he I don't, like let I him hate, go. I hate this moment. I hate, I'm so sorry, guys. I really hated this moment because. This moment could have been in season five, in season six, in season seven. But in season right. eight, when this shit is hitting the fan at this level, for you to go to your brother and be like, go with, go be with my sister. Like, yeah, you guys deserve each other. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? Yeah. Why do they deserve each other? Why? Yeah. Like, just go with him at this point. I think, like, go with him. You know what it is? I think to, like, to the defense of this story, it's really you have to focus more on the relationship between Tyrion and Jamie and how they, like, really love each other as brothers. Which is the only they saving really grace. They really respect each I other. I get that. I 100% understand yeah. that. It's just... 
I'm over this storyline. Like, I'm. we've been through this so many times where, like, Tyrion's in the middle of, like, Jaime and Cersei. And, again, yeah. Tyrion says, he's like, you're the only person that loved me. You're the only person that, like, didn't see me as a monster. Like, we've been through this already. He's, he's said this to that, Jaime yeah, a million yeah. times. Where Like, like before point, he almost died. Yeah. It's true. So, it gets to a point where, like, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. Because, like, I've 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 heard this from you guys. Yeah. You know, the only thing and that also, I took from it was, like, this is probably their last, you know, scene together ever. So, it the was last a bit goodbye, emotional. Yeah. But, you know at the same time i also was like really frustrated with Tyrion in this part of the episode because i'm like yo if you fuck this shit up and this comes back and like bites your he already was he He was already fucking it up up. already yeah but i was like yo if cersei does get away and gets away with jamie i'm gonna be like wow Tyrion, you fucking loser but that didn't happen. But anyway, so he lets him go and Jamie gets his way to King's Landing. But at the same time, he um, gets stuck at the like just before the Red Keep gates close. So he can't get in. Um, and he even tries to be like, soldier, soldier. And he like tries to hold up his hand. But there's like literally thousands of yeah. people around him. So no one gives a fuck about him. So he tries to find this like next corner area because he's like, I know it so well. And he ends up going to this like back area where there's like water. It's like by the ocean. I think and it's I think it's where Tyrion said like go because that's where the Red Keep will come out to. So he figured if I start from there and move my way up, I can get to yeah. Cersei. Um, and then one of the most randomest things happen. Uh, so th- so we'll talk about this moment, like what happens to the Iron Fleet. But realist, like what happens is you know Euron. Uh, swims back on shore and he fucking sees Jamie in the exact same moment that he's, he's like, turning a corner. Jamie. He's like, hey, like, you, hey, hey, you. He's like, you, I want to fight you. you now. Come here. And Jamie's like, what the he's fuck? Like, like, who are king you? Slayer? You want to kill another king? Because yeah. I fucked your queen. Like, <laughs> fucked your sister. It was I was like a like, college, college kid, like, comment. Yeah. Jamie's like, bro, this is like the last episode. I gotta, I gotta, like, turn <laughs> up. Like, who are you? <laughs> so irrelevant. Yeah. So they have this big fight scene. And uh, while I thought it was, like, decent, also, like, Jamie, after all these years of having a golden hand, still really fucking sucks yeah, at, like, <laughs> fighting you literally last last two episodes ago you killed like thousands he hundreds of white walkers white walkers how does this like, happen you can't kill one loser Honestly. fucking you're on Greyjoy. like what a dumbass so i'm just like what is happening here so anyway, they end up fighting, but Euron has a smaller like dagger and he ends up like slashing Jamie a few times. And at the very last moment, um, he's able to get his sword back because there's like a lot of like brawling on the floor. He gets a sword back and then Jamie like shoves it into Euron's like stomach and then he dies. But then Euron's like, but I got you, bro. I got you, man. And then he dies. Like, that's yeah. literally how Euron dies. Like, the biggest douche. He's like, I killed Jamie Lannister. I'm like, he's uh, like, I don't think he did, but okay. I'm like, I'm like, like sure. This is so random. Like, his story is so he's like, weird. I got you. What I, I was, got you. What I was telling yeah. Jay, like, I was like, I wish it was Braun. Like, I wish it was someone that we actually cared to see Jamie fighting yeah. in that moment. Because, like, Euron was so random. He could have yeah. been dead with the Iron Fleet, and I wouldn't have given a shit. Like, it done. That's like, true. Oh, it was so weird. And that's the thing. Like, are you telling me the last time we're ever going to see Bronn is that scene where he got promised? I'm the sure fucking... he'll come back at some point with Tyrion, maybe. 
But wh- anyway, Tyrion at this point is anyway whatever. Whatever. Like, Bron is like R.I.P. Bron. Yeah. But, so um, he does end up making his way all the way to the Red Keep. God knows how this yes. guy makes it. Um, I know he like got stabbed three times. Yeah. Like, like how's he even walking? And at this love. point, obviously, like <laughs> it's his power yeah. of love. <laughs> at this point, Kyburn has told Cersei, like, get girl, like let's like dip whatever. You this gotta is go. This is before his brain gets smashed in by the mountain. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so she was waiting in like on the war room floor, or whatever, and he shows up, and it was a really beautiful moment. I get it. I felt it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, really, Jamie? Like, really? Really, bro? Like, you gonna fuck Brienne and then come back to this hole? <laughs> Like that's so rude. It's so tight. It really did Brienne's storyline dirty. Yeah, they really shouldn't have had sex. Like I really think that it. One of our one of our friends really got emotional about the fact that they gave her that storyline and totally made her this like sobbing baby girl last episode and now he's just like back with his sister after five seconds. It just for me, it really takes away everything Jamie has done through his whole character arc like it really does because it's like in the end you were fucking went back to this bitch like you could have found love somewhere else because you had a connection to brienne but i don't know Mm. what happened to that and and i I understand it like they're gonna die together the prophecy said that he's gonna i get it i get it it's just i i lost my respect for him i was like i wanted more for his ending and 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 whatever but what would you have expected? Like we did. I wanted have her to few, kill like, him. Theories. I wanted him to yeah. kill her. I really did. I thought that even at the very end, I thought he was going to be like, yeah. "You're a bitch. I hate you." Yeah, like you so, did this. You know, like yeah. So anyway, they they find each other in like the front, and it's very like it's also very symbolic where they are. They're like literally standing on the world, and they're still like the world is sh- falling apart, yeah, and they're still them. together. Yeah, it's like whatever. You guys are like the most romantic couple of this fucking show, because like like Danny how did they John make it work, now. and Danny and John couldn't make like, it work? That's what I'm saying. It yeah. fucking pisses me off. Anyway, so they run down to I guess where the dragon skulls are, like down in the basement. And they get locked out because he's like, we can find another way. And they get locked out. They can't they can't get out anymore. They're stuck. And this is when Cersei has her big breakdown. She's like, I don't want to die here. I want my baby to live. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, don't let me die. And he's like, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I want my baby to live. Huge weak moment for her. But this is the thing. Like, I wanted her to admit, like, I fucked up. Like, why did I do all those things? Like, I I wanted more from her to be like, how did I get here? Where are our kids? Like you did all of this. Like you know what I you mean? Did, like yeah, and I after wish all of that. I wish I heard her say those words. Like her just saying Jamie saved me is just her expecting Jamie to save her. Like that's not really a realization. Right. So I wanted a little bit more and then it's too late. Like the walls legit like just come crashing down on them and, Collapsing, and they die together yeah. like holding they die each together. Other. So bye bye. It it is it is stupid. I was a little disappointed in the way she went down because there were so many moments that you know we wanted so many people to get the revenge that she deserved, and she while she does lose and she has this like mini breakdown, she didn't suffer through anything yeah. like anything yeah. like if anything, all of her suffering just hardened her into this like soulless biatch, um, which we've experienced ever since her kids died. Um, but it made her like this angry, vengeful person. And it really like ends up with her being like this weak ass biatch too. I think, you know, it's I think like, it was I like, no. And you were saying this too. You said like, and here's the thing. I didn't need 30 people to kill Cersei. Like the way yeah. you said it, you were like, it would have been so sick if like Jamie finally gets there. He sees her from like afar from like the hall. Right. And like, they see each other. 
she sees that he's come back for her and then the building yeah. collapses and they both die separately like even right. that would have been like oh my god like she almost like, had him right back before the, and they yeah, die re- exactly like right before they're even able to see talk, talk to each other embrace each other like the whole wall falls on him and he dies like she something, realizes like, at the end that it was where, like worth you know, yeah. like they're like the, just because I didn't want her to win, guys. At the end of the fucking day, Cersei won everything. Like she still yeah, got she her got man. Out so easily. She yeah, still she like did. she still like yes, she died, but she at least died happy in With her, her man's arms. Yeah. Like fuck, like everybody else out here like losing their shit and getting so mad at Danny, and it's like this girl's alone and she has nothing, and now she's gonna die next episode for sure. I found it, it sucks. Yeah, I know, I know. Trust me. A uh, really interesting line from one of the recappers. He said, "It all started in a tower in the north and ended in a crypt in the south." Ooh, for like Jamie. True and story. And I was like, oh wow, that's so true. Yeah. Good point. Anyway, they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> they dead. <laughs> but I, I, honestly, uh, I really want to know what you guys have to say about Cersei's death because yeah. I think it really is a big uh, conversation. I think we were all waiting for it. Like, this girl yeah. lived longer than the effing Night King. Like, she, like, we were <laughs> yeah. waiting for the death. Like, we were legit planning out she what's going to happen. She was sitting there. Smug is it going to feel fuck. good? And this girl still died, like, in a pretty, like, peaceful, happy, loving way. Pretty so, peaceful way. Yeah. I think she it got wasn't out pretty that good. Tragic. Um, yeah, me too. There was even like talk that like even the actress Lena Headey that plays Cersei even said the first time she read the script, she thought that it was a little like that's Weak. it, yeah, yeah, like that was it for Cersei. Um, and then she even admitted like once um, the actor that plays Jamie like talked her through it, he was like, no, no, like it's gonna make sense. She was like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't believe that, but um, it's interesting that probably even she was like, that's how my character's gonna go out. Like after all this yeah. shit I've done, that's it's it. It's so true. <laughs> like. That's like, like the best know, death. And that's the thing. Like this show has has taught us time and time again, season after season, that the bad guys usually win. And for so long, Cersei was winning. She was always finding a way to like come out on top. And, you know, like when she blew up the Sept of Baylor, like she blew up all these fucking things. She killed so many people and she was like smug as fuck at the end of every season. And even in her death, she still finds peace and happiness in the arms of her man. Like it's yeah. so it's frustrating. Garbage. It's, yeah. It sucked. I I wasn't pleased with no. that moment, really. I get like I get it. I get the direction that they took. I understand why they did it, but I wasn't here for it. Like I wasn't here for All that right. conclusion. Let's let's get to it because we're gonna have to get to it. So This is it. This is what we've been <laughs> this avoiding this whole time. Uh, well, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't wanna get to it. I don't want to talk so about it. Makes I, me sad. This was a hard, you know, Danny was crazy this episode. Obviously, <laughs> she's going to probably die. And I think I'm okay with the death. It's just there's a lot of things that happen along the way that I question and I, they don't make sense. Yeah. And I think the biggest one is that last week, um, she lost a fucking dragon as they're like flying through the yeah. sky. And I get it. They, they, you know, they surprise attacked them. That's fine. But like yeah. all of a sudden this week, the fucking dragon is like like no one can touch this dragon. The dragon has no one endless fire dragon. supply inside of his body. He's burning everything. <laughs> the scorpions are not oiled enough. They can't turn around like three sixty. They can't like they turn were last fast week. enough. Like yeah, nothing, it's like everything that worked last week wasn't working this week, and everything was working all. amazingly for Danny. It's like and the, they had the, so many more of the scorpions, and like none of them, no, none not of them like worked. one of them not, shot, no, like nothing. one of them shot, and that was it. Like and that it was, was it. just like the scales just felt so like you know not at all equal or fair yeah, or anything sure, like sure. 
anyway, so I think because the- they went because they did go into this battle, and I really thought I'm like she is so under like she has nothing like she's not gonna win this war. I really didn't think that she was going to make it out alive and like Drogon was probably going to die yeah. or something. You thought it'd be more stacked you know, on both sides. This, this motherfucker is like blowing shit up real quick. Like it starts off with the Iron Fleet. Like Danny f- like flies from the sun all the way down directly and like destroys the entire fleet yeah, in like gone. five in, like, seconds. Legit five seconds, guys. And like, are you trying to tell me like, like the only strategy Danny had was like to come from where the sun is to like blind them? <laughs> like, like, is that <laughs> it? Like that was her only strategy and she won? <laughs> like, it was like, so ridiculous. What? I don't get it. You're like, oh, like, that's why he she killed them because of the sun. He couldn't see like, that angle. Okay. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> They're like, anyway, so so he she blows everybody up, and that's when Euron, like, doesn't die. He just, like, ends up, like, swimming to shore, which didn't make any sense either. I was like, weren't they in the middle of the ocean? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, how? How did he, like, swim? swim all the way back? Anyways, so she blows that shit up, and then literally in five seconds, she... It was actually a really cool shot because you don't know what's happening. Yeah. The walls of, uh, you know, where Masande died last episode. Yeah, so the front gates, essentially... Yeah, it's like the standoff between the arm, like the two armies, and you're like waiting. You don't hear anything. All you hear is kind of like growling in the background, and it closes up on one of the guys from the Golden Company, like the main like captain, and he hears like a roar, and then all you see is this fucking blow like up behind them. Yeah. The whole fucking wall blows up. The gate explodes behind them. And then they all get rushed. And it was a really cool moment. It was one of my favorite parts yeah. of the episode. Um, and that's when Drogon goes to each and every one of the scorpions and, like, blasts them to shit. And none of them hit him at all. Like, you're telling me that not even one of them, like, Bro, pierced his wing. You, like, it's, it's- Drogon. Okay, listen. Drogon has is literally, after all these fights, after all these things that he's ever gone into, doesn't have a fucking scratch. He's, like, the most flawless CGI dragon I've ever seen in my life. Like... Rhaegal, at least he had like holes in his wing like, after like, the last this fight. Guy, like, they had two dragons while fighting the Night King's dragon. They could not even do anything to Viserion, <laughs> and then now I it's know. like this one dragon is it's killing so the true. entire army. It's just, it's just when you write it, it out, it doesn't any make sense. any sense. Like yeah, writing wise, it's, it's very very sloppy. You guys are like trying to like fill up the holes and like. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, I'd w- yeah. I want it to happen, of course, but I'm asking questions. And I'm like, it doesn't really make sense because just last week, like, you know, you yeah. guys couldn't do shit. So what changed? So this is, yeah. So, yeah. So when that happens, the wall breaks, Um, like the whole army kind of like rushes in towards the streets of like King's Landing. And then right. basically what happens is there is like a big standoff where the Lannister army stops and then like John's like people like stop. And then... They're waiting for, I guess, the bell to go off. They're just waiting like to like to see what happens see, next. Because yeah. I, because I think that at that point, Danny is kind of like done blowing up all the scorpions. Like Cersei in the Red Keep is realizing that like the world is like going to shit for her, and like, but Drogon is sitting. He's sitting pretty. Yeah. You know, like Danny's like sitting pretty. She's like, we basically won. Like we're good yeah. to go. Like so I was saying, I was screaming yeah. at the screen. I was like. I was like, girl, you can like literally like dip now. Like you can, you don't even have to go into the Red Keep. You can just say, now you can surrender. Now you can like send me a raven from Dragonstone and tell me that you surrender and then come see me later. Like she had so many opportunities to like make, to break Cersei in this moment. But instead she like went literally the opposite direction. But anyway, sorry, I keep cutting you off. My question is, 
why wouldn't she just go to the red keep like fly the fucking dragon to the balcony girl. where this bitch is looking from girl, for an girl, hour girl, girl. like but i don't understand don't even get me started. if they don't want I us was to like, ask these questions then don't make it so stupidly obvious like just get the dragon to fly to the red keep burn that yeah. shit down and then dip done done no but one i don't think it, but it, it obviously wasn't even about that right like it was about her rage it was about her targaryen yeah, like flame anger um so yeah so t- going back to that moment so um we forgot to mention this but obviously jamie was supposed to ring the bells to notify that there was going to be a surrender of the city and um that would have stopped the entire war the lannisters like put their swords down everything was done and they were good and still danny's sitting on this like fucking dragon and she like loses it. she glitches out and she just like charges forward but you're right. She doesn't charge straight to the right keep, which I thought she was going to do. Instead, she fucking starts like zigzagging through the entire city and burning shit down. And here's the thing. This is the thing. You're right. We never even cut to a reaction shot of her. Yeah. Once she jumps off that platform, that was it. That was the last time it's we over. actually saw her face. So so yeah. when you're seeing all this happen and you're with this character for eight fucking seasons and she's like your favorite character, but you don't even get to see her reaction or what she's thinking in this moment or like what's going on with my character. Yeah, this um, is it's such a huge thing for her to moment. do. Yeah. It's like a massive thing for her character. It's such a break in her character, so, first of all. Like, so they they yeah. asked the writers, they're like, Why did you guys do that? Like, why couldn't we see her face? Like we need a reaction shot from her. Like, this is not fair. They were like, oh, well, like, you know, we wanted to take it from, like, the people that were getting attacked, not the attacker. I was like, But really? why? But really? The attacker is the main character of this fucking show. What do you mean? Like, just cut to like, a 10 th- yeah, shot like, of her. Then why did we spend seven seasons watching people in King's Landing? Like, maybe I would have give a shit more. Yeah. Like, so they you know, basically like, made the point of, like, they don't want you to look at the attacker. They want you to be on the ground level, like, with the freaking town exploding. It doesn't make. But we could have gotten at least one shot of her, like, like was she laughing? Was she crying? Doing it? Was she raging out? If I saw her laughing, what was her emotion? This bitch is crazy. Like she lost it. She's bonkers. You don't even get that feeling because you don't even see. You just see the dragon like doing everything. So and that's the thing. By the end of this, by the end of this episode, everything like so basically she blows everything to shit. Like literally, like doesn't even care. She's so reckless. She's burning everybody down to the ground. Like at this point, she's killing like her army too, right? Because like she doesn't even care. She doesn't even care. And that's the thing. Like, I was like, how did she lose it to that point? Like, she doesn't even care if John is down there, like, with her people. She She's like, I'd rather just, like, fucking... Yeah, Grey Worm's down there. Like, <laughs> there's... But, like, even Grey Worm's down there, yeah. you know? Like, no, how do we true. know that she didn't, like, burn Grey Worm to shit? Like, it's just such a... It was such a, a reckless extreme. thing for her to do extreme. in this very, like, very pivotal moment of her as a character. I will say this right off the top. I was not happy with the way that it all went down. I... And like I said, like even last episode when we were talking about her like breaking, I get where they're coming from. They want to show that she's like lost everything. She feels isolated. Like what else do you do than to make her lash out the way that she lashes out? I just don't appreciate that we're supposed to walk away from this and say, true, I guess she didn't learn anything for the last seven seasons. She never became like a ruling, kind, honest like fighter queen who like you know was she literally had a whole conversation about being merciful in the beginning of this like the this episode she was like mercy is our strength i'm like you were not mercy like yeah. there was no mercy was in this the, fucking the, fight the switch so. that flipped was way too drastic way too quick yeah um way and, too quick and 
at the same token, like, I get it. I get where she was coming from. She feels so isolated. She feels so alone. Everyone's basically gone that, like, loved her and, like, was with her. Um, the people that she trusted, like, screwed her over. So I get where she is, like, mentally. But as our Danny, like, how do you go and kill, like, all these innocent people? Yeah. It was, like, a little too much. Well, here's the thing. Too the fast. one thing I will I say, know. I guess, like, in defense to, like, that is even when she was in her like sane mind her rage against cersei was already so high that she almost didn't care if she like burned people down she was she was never like crying over like oh my god what am i gonna do like i can't do this you and know? i don't really but, i honestly guys i didn't really care i was like whatever like who cares about king's ending people like they're so sketch <laughs> they were like always rude to the starks and like there's like yeah I, I, I didn't really care and a part of me was like she's she's breaking down all this old shit anyways like now she can rebuild her own kingdom rebuild. whatever it can be i just mean like seeing that shit go down wasn't that um sad to see because everything that's Cause, happened in king's Landing has been pretty bad for our favorite characters so like right you know there's nothing really like the society of it all like yeah. the whole like thing that like the courts and the people like yeah. shaming people like i do i i agree with you 100 percent uh the only thing that i will say in like defense to that whole side is like you know the kids what no, about of the course, children of course the yeah yeah and and they the make you babies. they obviously make you feel that because like that's what they cut to half the freaking time um yeah, but yeah, yeah. i don't know and i don't know how else they would have done this if it wasn't for her attacking the kingdom like i can't see any other way it's just i, I wish, just don't know I how they're gonna we end knew this more, all and i want to know how the fuck this is all gonna end and make sense and like, like what are they and, gonna like, do when she got off the dragon like what was her first like thing that she said she, was she like whoa what did i just do or like yes yeah like that's the thing i i want that first moment to be like is she gonna like have a full-out breakdown yeah is she are we going to see that prophecy that we saw in the season two uh finale where she walks through the you know the iron throne uh area and she sees the throne and like the whole ceiling's gone and she like realizes that she's already seen this future and she saw that it like is not a good future for her it's just for me a very sad moment because you do have to remember her journey she came from literally nothing she was sold off by her own brother to a man that she fell in love with who ends up dying like you talk through her storyline and you can't tell me that this is how you wanted to end her like I don't understand yeah, why I you know. would do this to let's like, let's to see her what character. happens next week. Let's see what happens. It's not done I, yet, but you're right. Like I don't, I don't know. know how they come back. I don't back have from any this. high hopes. I don't know. This is like me watching like a basketball game, just generally. Yeah. Like just because I don't want to watch it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the episode really the final shot is the Arya shot when she does leave on the horse. So yes. That's how the episode ends. But yeah, we're at the end of the episode. Like I don't know. Like. A lot of people, guys, and I've read, I've read a lot of reviews today, and honestly, I wasn't even trying to find the negative ones. Every review I read was like, what a letdown. What a letdown. The timing yeah. is off. Everything feels rushed. Nothing is making sense. Um, they're really and that's the trying to pin her as like this huge villain. Like, yeah. where, what happened to Cersei? She was the villain. What happened? She was a psychopath, crazy person. So, I, and that's the yeah. thing. At the end of the day, what's, what Danny does in one episode should not make up for everything that Cersei's been doing for the last I eight mean, years. having said that, like, Danny just killed like a bunch of like a bunch of people and women and children. Innocent people. But like, yeah, Cersei also blew up the Sept. So, like, she did that. 
And it's consequence. Like that's the thing. It's consequence to Cersei being a fucking bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It is the consequence. And she said that that was going to happen. Like Daenerys said it from time. She was like, I will come down and conquer King's Landing and I will destroy you no matter what the cost is. She was... It was her advisors who really said, like, we need to make sure that, you know, like you don't blow everybody up. And she tried her best to do that. And then they killed two of her dragons. And then they killed her best friend without even thinking twice. Like, let's not forget that smug ass look that Cersei has had on her face for the past yep. three, four yep. seasons. Like, come on. Let Danny have this one moment. Obviously, it was really ill timed. And she ends up killing so many people. But I'm sad. And Cersei gets to die like that. And Danny now, like, we're predicting it. And I'm sure it's going to happen. Danny has to die. There's no coming back from this. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, John saw her and he was like, this is not right. And, like, Arya obviously saw this carnage and she's like, this is not right. So you know that the Starks are going to pull through and say, we need to end this now. Like, she can't be queen. Um, and it's just going to be really sad to see this takedown because unless they find this magic way of making her still feel a part of something like my my wish is that she just like flies back to marine like maybe she just like dips like maybe they like say you're exiled from westeros maybe you maybe. just can chill over there because i don't want like it just sucks that it would be this death of her as a character that being said it's game of thrones what do i expect it's what like yeah. you know i can't have a happy ending for everybody but we had such a i had such an optimistic still realistic but optimistic view of what the season was going to end up being and it didn't turn out at all the way it was going to be for me at least yeah um i just have a couple of quotes that i was reading and i just wanted to mention it on the podcast because i found them really interesting the first one is from eric kane from forbes he said i was riveted by tonight's episode i'm actually quite easy to please had they simply built up to this point had they simply earned this moment of bloodshed and victory and defeat all at once i would be cheering from the sidelines like any other giddy fan Instead, I'm left wondering why Euron ever had a victory. Why didn't da- Daenerys burn his fleet to ashes last week? Why so didn't true. Why did Masande ever have to die? Like agreed. it's so true. 100% like it, agreed. it was so stupid. So true. Ugh, like, like just to push her over to the edge. Like yeah, why? Yeah. Um, and then the second one is from Mike Hogan from Vanity Fair. He says, look, I don't want to spend too much time second guessing the showrunners here, but I saw a bunch of people carping on Twitter as soon as the episode ended that this turn of Daenerys's is unearned. And I have to say it felt that way to me, too. It's not that we haven't been warned over and over again that Daenerys has a mean temper and isn't afraid to use her dragons to punish disloyalty. But we have seen her balance that violence with mercy, kindness, and above all shrewdness we have spent years watching her grow from a helpless girl into a seasoned leader who has been through a lot enough that it doesn't really make sense that she would turn completely evil after a run of bad luck that was admittedly pretty bad especially when she seemed to take the loss of Viserion into stride fine she lost another dragon she lost two of her closest aides and she lost the love of Jon Snow maybe if that had all happened over the course of six episodes we might have bought it but it happened too fast to make me believe that she admittedly immediately turned into someone who spends an entire episode slaughtering innocent people yeah which is exactly what we're saying like it happened way too quickly like can they grow into that gradually and like her going her going crazy her going a little mad because what she did was a full out mental break in in my opinion yeah. like from the from the Daenerys that we've seen over over all these years you know like we've seen a kind 
a kind leader, a, a someone who cares about her friends. You know, like if Masande was a total bitch and like Grey Worm was like the company that she kept were honorable people. Tyrion was uh, like her friend for a reason. You know, like Jorah was but, her but, friend for a reason. People followed her because they loved her. It wasn't because they were scared of her. And now she's turned into this fucking psychopath. And, you know, there's that moment where Tyrion realizes that she's going to go up and like burn the whole city down. And it's almost like he's shocked. Just as shocked as all of us are because he's like, I didn't think that this was going to fucking happen. Like, well, why would you do this? he's an idiot. He doesn't know what anything's going to happen, first of all. That's so. true. That's but true. I, I, you know, I think more so what I could have wanted and maybe expected a bit more is like if they had built her up as this like crazy queen from this like as in like she she helped win this battle of winterfell she helped do all these things like she was on a roll and she got started to get cocky she was like no you guys need me yeah. and, nah, 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 nah. and like i'm feeling myself and fuck cersei and i'm gonna go in there and like trash true, the shit. True. like if she I, had yeah. come with that like ego and that pride a bit more i could have seen this coming i could have been like yo like this girl's gonna slip up whatever but she yeah. was fine last week like she was hurt but she was still okay like she was still herself so right I don't know, guys. I don't know. <sighs> I, don't I don't know. know. So we got a few comments from social media. One of them was from at short of normal. And all it says is, I hate everything. <laughs> Why they got to do me like that? Yeah. Cry face emoji times three. And then we got another one from uh, Faye underscore AJ. And she says, why are they forcing this Mad Queen storyline? John doesn't love Danny. How can she Jakaris the whole damn place? Where is Danny going to rule? Jamie really came back, huh? Yep. So a lot of different comments in there, but totally motherfucking shit. So, yeah, it was very contentious. I think this is going to go down in history as one of the episodes that, like, everybody's going to, like, really not be okay with. As you talk about it more, you get more angry and you start pointing out the flaws even more. So so this will trickle into, like, probably next week as well. Like, hopefully Um, I got it all out of the podcast so I don't have to talk about it anymore, but I'm sure I will. (laughs) It's just going to be hard. Yeah. Okay, let's get into our recap roundups. Best moment. My best moment, I think, it's hard, but I think I'm going to give it to the Jamie and Cersei death just because we, oh. do, we do get an ending. We do see the end, you know, the end of these two, like, freaking characters. Sure. Um, yeah. It was still really beautiful, like, taking them out of the show's context and, like, seeing them as, like, these two lovers, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. It was cute. So, yeah, like, I hated it, but I loved it, but I hated it. I did like the scene kind of how it all ended with like the walls kind of crashing behind them and then it like led up to like them right in front of the screen um, which was kind of just like cinematically cool to watch Um, I'm going to say my best moment was the like explode like a little bit of both so first the front wall blowing the fuck open like from the back I was like whoa that's crazy because like you hear rumbling and then it's like yeah exactly I was like whoa she just like decided so like literally yeah. her only strategy was like to attack them from the behind I was like wow yeah <laughs> that was like nobody planned for that like cool yeah anyway um, and my second uh, best moment is watching Arya go through the like f- like the city while it's burning because I thought it was like really yeah. well choreographed oh. yeah um, it was just really well done it was very like engaging it felt very um children of men if you remember children of men with alfonso Cuaron, like there's a scene where he's like in the war it just feels like you're in it you know right yeah yeah for sure you're like on the ground cool moments wtf moment my wtf moment i think has to go to Arya giving up on the revenge mission true not that i don't i didn't like i love that she did i wanted that for sure i wanted more for Arya. 
um i was just shocked i really was because i was like damn like we're at the end you know yeah. second last episode this is still our girl like she's she is about this she's so gonna I do was it just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it changed for sure for sure like especially in that moment like that was the moment that she decided to leave um my wtf moment is gonna go for to danny for going in and deciding even though she won that she had to just literally rage out and kill so many people uh like we've been saying it feels so out of character for her to have done that but there's nothing we can do about it now because yeah. the show's a show and uh yeah. Maybe in some other reality, there is a different story. But this is what we got. Yeah. MVP. My MVP, and I'm probably going to get like so much shit for this, but I'm going to say Danny. Uh, okay. And I think just because like, I feel like without her, we wouldn't even be at this point. I feel like if without True. her help, they probably would have died at the Battle of Winterfell, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, for I sure. just feel like she's gone to, you know, she's taken us to this point. Um, we wouldn't. They wouldn't be fighting without her. Without her, because she has a dragon. Uh, yeah. It's just I don't know. At the end of the, you're right. At the end of the day, she did propel the story and she brought the stories together. Like she was able to enable John to fight the war against the Night King, and then you know, even if she didn't exist and Jon Snow finished killing the Night King in his like with his Stark family and whatever, that's fine. But what was he gonna do with? Cersei? They probably like, wouldn't he, even survive because they probably wouldn't have the Dragon Glass to even that's kill true. them. So it's, exactly. it really is so like it's her. Go. She plays this massive puzzle like piece in, you know, in, in it all. So I don't know. I don't want to give up on I just, her. You know, I don't want to give up on her. And I really hard. like I'm hoping that like this final episode is going to give her something that like makes us feel OK. Because last episode was really and, fucking like, tragic. My question is and also like her her thing was that like she always wanted to break the wheel. Right. Like she yes. wanted to change it. So I'm like, but who's going to break the wheel now? Like if she couldn't do it, who's going to do it? Like, yeah, exactly. I don't know. So it's like, is it gonna be John just being like, no. "Hey guys," like, oh god, I can't yeah. fucking deal. Um, my MVP is gonna go to Arya for yeah, literally for sure. surviving, Seriously. surviving like a dragon massacre. Like, it was crazy how many times she was about to die, and I was like, "Oh god, she's fucking dead." Oh god, she's fucking dead. And it was really scary because I I don't know if you've seen the hunger games but anybody who's watching hunger games the end of this the series one of the major characters dies and um it's like very like tragic to see because it's it's all like it's kind of very similar to this moment where like they're in a war zone and somebody just dies by the by chance and um it's it was very i was like are they gonna do that to Arya? like she's just gonna blow up and then john's gonna see her die and then she's gonna be the collateral damage and all of this um which i was like oh god please no um but yeah i'm glad that she got out alive so yeah i'm okay with that for sure lvp my lvp i think is gonna go to jamie and Tyrion. i hated the jamie. Lannister brothers. i hated jamie's ending i wanted so much more for his ending i wanted to see that he had changed over the seasons didn't get yeah. that he stayed the same cool you're a loser uh and Tyrion, <laughs> you know Tyrion, i feel like he hasn't done a single good thing for her like he really hasn't uh, he's just not impressing me <sighs> i don't know like he he's really a, he's he a really, letdown. this season especially he like every literal second 
like every decision he made was a bad decision. Yeah. Every yeah. single one. But he's still there to have so. these really long monologues, which annoys me too, because like they give him all <laughs> yeah. these really cool lines, but he's actually not making any smart and right decisions. So I don't know. It's true. I don't know. My LVP is gonna go to John Motherfucking Snow because I was hella disappointed that the man couldn't take one for the team, even if he didn't love his girl. Like yeah. find a way to get it in with her so she yeah. can feel a little bit better. She can yeah. feel like she's less lonely. Give her but a this hug. Man, like don't tell me that your dick is honorable too like can you please just like get it in like i don't understand why he like flipped so fast and it frustrates me i understand that honor is like such a big thing and it's obviously such a good thing to like like rise up to but i really think that he could have been a little bit more helpful to someone who was really hurting like and all he was able to do was say um, sorry, we can't do this anymore, but I still I just like think, support you. Like you know? it just would have been so much bullshit. more empowering for her to be like like if maybe even she was the one that was like, Maybe we shouldn't do this and he was like still into her. Like of course yeah. it's like the guy that's like, I'm not into you. Ew, you're my like weird aunt. Like, you know it's, what? Like, it's, it's so, so typical. True. Like you're absolutely right. I agree. The, the best, best line. line best line i think is gonna go to jamie and he's telling cersei as they're about to die he's like nothing else matters only us and they're like that's one of just their first... how it's always been just the two yeah, of them so them. that's it mm-hmm. my best line is gonna go to uh the conversation between danny and john where she says i don't have love here i only have fear and he says i love you i you will always be my queen and then she tries to kiss him and then she says so it's fear then because she realizes that like he doesn't he can't he doesn't even love her, love her. Ugh, and i was like so oh hurts my heart yeah that hurt um yeah that's the episode guys let us know what you guys thought about it um it's next gonna week be is the finale i'm, I'm ready finale I'm ready. you ready I'm very ready, ready for, for the finale i'm ready to close this chapter on my life of game of thrones you know, yeah. it's just, it was a lot a this one. week. Like, I was so, I had so much anxiety. It's like, this is not normal, like, to watch a TV yeah. show. So, <laughs> I'm ready. Ready for it to be done. I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah, same. Um, just finishing off the episode, guys, we just want to thank our patrons of the episode, our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Sarge, Serena and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, and Tamala. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things Recap Rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and you can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment, and let other friends know that we're yeah. around. And if you guys like what we're saying, and then you can stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.